If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. See, when I started doing it, you weren't picked up what you just said, but I started laughing at it as the intro. It's like the first thing they're going to hear on the new mailbag episode oh is me just God. laughing. Yeah, I didn't, ooh, I didn't Secret know jokes. Secret jokes. No one's ever going to know what the joke was. Good. But they're just going to hear me that was cackling. The, the Illuminati of laughter. <laughs> ah, welcome to July's episode of WHM Mailbag. I'm Andrew Jupin here with Eric and Chris, and uh, we've got some uh, letters that we're going to read. We're going to open up the old mailbag. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look. I, uh, I print them out, Chris. You weren't here on the last one. I wasn't. I print them out, and then I hand you an email to read. Okay. Uh, let me see it. Well, I'm going to, let's see. I don't know. Uh, let's pick through the good ones here. We get a lot of crap. Am I going to get the dud? It's email. <laughs> no, it's not true. We don't get a lot of crap. We get a lot of well thought out. It's no, most of, of our gems. most of our emails are uh, people just requesting episodes, which That's we're right. never going to read those. That's pointless. No, I mean, that would be what, yeah. what we're doing. But Chris, so I'll give you the first one. Okay. Uh, so we don't read last names. Okay. Um, but yeah, we read right. the first one though. Well, yeah, if okay. there is one. Okay. There Sometimes there's one. not even that though. Okay. All right. So, hey, this is John. Hey, John. <laughs> Big fan doing? of the show. Always look forward to it. Monday nights. I was wondering, since you guys are such fans of accents and performing them on the show, if you had to rank accents, who has the best accent in Hollywood? And who would you say is the most fun to imitate? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Bella Lugosi. <laughs> That's a quick answer, man. Well, you you went they, right in for it. I guess I guess it's more of a Hollywood cemetery, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you were you know to rise the dead and such, yeah. I, you know what? Uh, I'm a big fan of that uh, Raid Serbasia. What does he has a good accent? You like impersonating? No, well, not impersonate, but as far as in Hollywood terms, if if I was going to pick a person whose accent I like the most. Does Rage Serbeja count as a Hollywood insider? <laughs> I think Just so. He's curiosity. probably been in like most Michael Bay movies at this D- point. Dear listeners, if you didn't know who that was, <laughs> I just finally figured it out in my mind. <laughs> it took that long. I would say on the show, my favorite voice to do is, uh, you know, I thought I had, I was like, that'll be easy. Just start talking before you think about it. And yeah, I'd no, it's, totally it's kind of challenging. No, like, for us to do on the show, I mean, I guess Wilford Brimley, which we need to get back into sometime, I think. Yeah, we got to figure out another Wilford Brimley movie. What's it been since Hard Target? Yeah. Yeah. I've been on BIOS a couple times doing Brimley. Yeah. That's those are fun. great. Those are fantastic. Um, I don't I guess the OG impersonation from this show, uh, Jim Belushi. 
Yeah, it's, it's just uh, fun. Great. It's it's easy, and uh, you sound like a fucking moron when you do it. It's great. Yeah, I'm I, I'm a bit of a fan of the cane. I like doing the cane. You've got I, a you've got a fun cane. I, it wanders a bit as <laughs> as they are to do, as all of our impressions <laughs> are known to do. I don't but, even, I don't even have a cane, so <laughs> I'm I'm here in a rascal scooter. <laughs> but I I do That's I so remember <laughs> looking back. At recording, blame it on Rio, and like you know, just the hash of like, just oh yeah, going back and forth in between them. I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, so there you go, John. There are some of our favorite accents. Now these are the these are the emails that I like. I like question emails like that last one, but I like these these stories. Uh-huh. People have stories that somehow relate to episodes we've done. Oh, that's terrific! <laughs> hey, that's terrific. So um, this uh, this letter is from Faye. Faye writes in, uh, Dear WHM crew, my dad is a huge Apes fan, so much so that my siblings and I watched the entire original franchise before we entered school. Your dad's a fucking goddamn hero, Faye. Wow, what the hell? (laughs) I'm one of the few to see the original Planet of the Apes without the ending spoiled. That's pretty nice. Uh, By the time the Tim Burton remake came out, my entire family was caught up in the excitement. The ape-citement. Oh, yeah. Editor's note, (laughs) ape-citement. We went opening night as a family, all on the edges of our seats. And then this happened. This horrible, wretched movie. Not even 20 minutes in, we were seething with anger and looking at each other to confirm we were not hallucinating how terrible it actually was. My entire family of six left the theater angry and defeated. I remember my older brother trying to explain the twist ending was a reference to the original book, but the rest of us were too upset to even try to humor him. (laughs) We went to bed in silence and have never mentioned this movie again. FYI, I agree. Helena Bottom Carter looks better as an ape. Well, thank you, Faye. That was my opinion. <laughs> I thought she was better looking in ape form than out. But my God, so it's never been brought up in this person's house again. The, the Tim yeah, Burton mean, movie. Rightfully so, right? <laughs> Jeez, well, I mean, movie. I have a, 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 a similar story is my dad uh, was asking me, he asked me, you know, should I see? He doesn't get to see as many movies as I do. And at your the dad's, time, in that your that dad's time. not a, a professional film critic. Well, that, but even back then, I mean, when it came out, I was just working at a movie theater. He just didn't mm. have the time. So he asked me, he's like, so uh, how about that Planet of the Apes? How is it? And I started by uh, describing how it ends. Oh, wait, like, wait, that's okay. not, that's not. <laughs> That might be a fault of your film criticism. Well, no, I started that and I was like, look, Dad, you know, it's kind of what you expect. You know, man falls on planet. It happens to be full of ape humans. And I'm like, and there's a villain and he ends up being and I went through the whole ending and he's like, yeah, I'm never going to see that. Just very simply like, nope, I'm good not seeing a lick of that. You know, it is sometimes it's very satisfying to see a giant Hollywood clunker come out and just like, guess what? Not, not for me. And then the nope. sands of time wash away, wash away, and you're just like, still haven't seen it. And you know what? Yeah, still happy. That's the <laughs> thing, man. I have two of the greatest ones. I've never seen Australia, and I've never seen Sucker Punch. Sucker oh, Punch wow. is the big one. Good yeah, you really have luck. Yeah, I dodged it. I a almost, lot of I anguish. almost want to make you watch Sucker Punch. <laughs> I almost want to strap you down, get you a nice tall glass of water, and say you're watching. You know, Sucker Punch. Hey, how about this for a WHM commentary? You know what? You guys get me in a room with some ice cold water, and we just watch Sucker Punch, and I watch it for the first time. Well, because I, then it's all like going to be screams. <laughs> you know what? Like, we'd have to tone it. We'd have to be fucking professional about it, Chris. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not the one paying for it. Well, sure. <laughs> 
All right, Eric, uh, this one's um, this one's a little conspiracy-ish, so I'm, I'm going to give this email to you. I print these out on paper, by the way. Take that, trees. All right, well, you know, in the spirit of that, I'll, I'll read this as my Blame It on Outer Space character, which is illiterate. So if this is <laughs> st- staggering, that's why it's not me. Feel free to skip over parts of the email, then, because it's long. Okay, this is from Christopher G., and the subject line is Twilight Zone in the Hellmouth. Hey, gents, you mentioned a Twilight Zone episode feature Robert Sorrell. And that, by the way, that wasn't me. He just says episode feature Robert Sorrell. So that's, I'm doing it. <laughs> I was trying to uh, compensate for grammatical errors. Because yeah, you, you know what, Eric? Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was, I thought WHM <laughs> mailbag yeah. was to the letter. <laughs> Continue and any his, which way you'd like. And his sad final role as defendant at the, uh, the time of shooting, he was living in a low-income retirement center in Simi Valley, California, uh, when he walked into a local bar and shot two guys. Now, this was so so listeners recall, this was when I was talking about, again, I think it was on the Planet of the Apes episode, we were talking about Twilight Zone, the episode where the uh, the robot is a baseball pitcher. Oh, Casey at the bat type of thing, right? Yeah, well, Casey, whatever. And I, I said the guy who played the robot, I mistakenly said kill his whole family. I think it's actually Casey at the bot. <laughs> oh Ooh. fuck you! Oh god! <laughs> Go sit in the no. corner for the rest of this. No, 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 no! I, I'll shine your shoes tonight for that one. <laughs> well, thank you. Okay, so I guess he went to a bar and shot two guys. Sad as that is, the fact that it's Simi—I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Simi Valley, yeah, Simi I don't Valley. know. Is extra? Biz- yeah, I don't know. Californian. Well, yeah. I'm a New York guy. <laughs> Oh, it's God, bizarre. <laughs> In Buffy the Vampire Slayer terms, Simi is Hellmouth. It's Night Vale. It's literally, it, it literally sits at the intersection of a military intelligence services highway and the Ronald Reagan freeway. It's home to the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. And, well, then we know it's evil. <laughs> Castle Grayskull. <laughs> and the house from Poltergeists. Oh, God. All, all, this, all this fucking town, man. Get out of there. Me and Craig T. Nelson, we sat there and we drank a lot of brewskis. Craig told me he voted for me once. Well, he did, you know, if there's anything Ronald Reagan likes, it's a white neighborhood. I'll, I'll be on. Go, <laughs> ghosts are white. And, you know, just so you know, just like with episodes we do on this show. Sure. It's okay to like Ronald Reagan, guys. It's perfectly okay to like Ronald Reagan. Okay, we so, got to all stop crossing our fingers when we say that. But <laughs> Noted conservative John Ratzenberger owns a home there. The Rodney King trial happened there, too. Nuclear accident? It had one. <laughs> Viva Rock Vegas and Mike Myers, the cat in the hat. Yeah, see me. So those were all made there. Oh. Finally, the uh, spa ranch used... As a base of operations by the Manson family was also there. Good God. Yeah. Manson and Reagan? I smell a sitcom. <laughs> you keep leaving all your dirty hippies all over the bathroom floor. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> just, just thinking about it. How, how would Charlie Manson respond to that? Gabagoo <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. And then he pulls a, 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 a dead infant from no, the no. I think he answers everything with, you'll see. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think, I couldn't do a Charles Manson impression because I don't think I've ever heard him speak. Yeah. So, uh, just thought I'd offer that background. May fate never find you in Simi Valley. Love the show. It just keeps on getting better and better. Wow. Regards, Chris. 
P.S. My father, noted Jim Belushi fan, has been living <laughs> in Simi Valley for the last 19 years. Wow. We pray for him. And, well, you know, we pray for him, too, here. Yeah. Because that's just like... This is like a crazy man. They should do a they should do a movie on this town because it's a creepy town. Yeah, man. I mean that. I mean, I would imagine that would be the place where Poltergeist comes from. That's just crazy. Here, Chris, I'm going to give you another uh, weird story. One, a, a story one. Okay, yeah, this is this is someone telling a weird a story. story eh? Oh, it has a photograph and everything. It's not necessarily related to the podcast, other than he happened to be listening to the show at the time. Oh, okay. So this is from Daniel. Hey guys, I have a slightly WHM related story for you that I thought you might appreciate. Recently, on a bike ride home from a nearby lake, I was listening to the episode where you where you discussed the butterfly effect. When I passed a group of kids shooting pellet guns. As I turned the corner from where they were playing, standing about five feet in front of me was a completely naked man. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <Walk>. shit! <laughs> Walking his now, I, I I'm gonna have yeah, precious looking dog. Precious now is capitalized. Is that to mean the film like the obese no, uh, no, teenager no, no. who got pregnant? Or? No, I think it's a reference to uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, precious. Okay, there we go. You give me back my fucking dog. I thought that was from um, um, Lord of the Rings. Precious. <laughs> But it says precious looking, all right. Precious looking dog <laughs> towards them. He stopped as I saw him and half heartedly, I don't know how a naked man half heartedly does anything, but. Half heartedly? I'll show you. Oh, half heartedly. Yeah, well, Speaking of a semi valley. <laughs> he stopped as I, I saw him and half heartedly <laughs> covered his tiny grandpa dong. <laughs> While I was a bit in shock, I jumped off my bike, got the kids to go the other way, and got this pervert arrested. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What uh, happened to respecting your elders? <laughs> Except, I guess, when they're flashing chub Yeah, when kids. it's, I mean, when it's just out there, a that's wagon. That's insane, though, But, like, how brazen are, like, the fact just that he's completely naked. That's like, I'm thinking he's he's doing a Walter White or something. Uh, he's trying to get a, a fugue, fugue state, yeah. Fugue excuse? Get that fugue excuse going? <laughs> Is that what the perverts do? They just get all naked so they could do that. Oh, say, you know what? Do good... you think? Do you think Breaking Bad influenced a lot of perverts to be like, "Ah, oh, it must have been a fugue state." Yeah, sorry, maybe. you found me in this movie theater like that fugue state. <laughs> I just don't think they all have like their stories sewn up the way Walter does. <laughs> yeah, most perverts aren't uh, that great at lying, like Walter White was. So unfortunately, that image is burned into my brain. This isn't the first time something weird has happened while listening to your podcast. Last year, someone tried to kidnap me thinking I was much younger what? than I am while I was listening to your show. Keep up the great work, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, move. Yeah, I don't know fuck. where you live, Daniel, but get out of there. Find a get out home. of there. Why, why, it's, why is it always happening when he's listening to us? I don't know. I mean, for your own safety, stop listening. Yeah, I would say, if anything, that's probably our most dedicated fan. For legalese purposes, please stop <laughs> listening to the show. And also move. Move far away. <laughs> yes. There's something wrong. <laughs> All right, this is a nice one. This is, uh, Chris Cabin, you'll, you'll be able to most uh, properly answer this question. Sure. It says, uh, greetings from Ireland. Hey, guys, massive fan of the show from Ireland. Uh, I get up at 8 a.m. every Tuesday morning to download the latest episode. I'm also an avid movie fan like yourselves and would like to pursue a career in movie reviewing. 
Do you have any tips for a budding, jaded, and sarcastic critic like myself? Thanks in advance and keep up the good work. Your butterfly effect episode nearly made me choke on my drink. Gareth. You got any tips for Gareth as to how it be a, a film cricket? You no. know, you just write and you write and you write and you write and you write until you get good. I mean... Just keep writing, even if it's just for yourself. I, well, it, you know, it's nice if you find a place that's, you know... I'm not saying you should go out and look for people to pay you because it's not, you know, going to happen. Yeah, that's yeah you, you have another job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get a day job and uh, come to terms that you're probably going to go to the grave with it. <laughs> with the day job? Yes, I mean, that's how I look at the world. Well, because it'll be nice then if something takes off, you're yeah. nice and surprised. You're surprised, exactly. Like, oh, look at this. Yeah. It's something, it's nice to have another activity. And I mean, that's how it started with me is that it was just another activity I was doing while I was trying to find work, and then I found work and I kept doing it. So it was just, there you, know, you go. You find a place that's, you know, that you find somewhat respectable and you write for them. Well, there you go. That's some advice for Gareth. I think that's all he was looking for. Okay. I want to apologize for the lack of advice there was in that. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty thin pickings. I'll yeah. give you that, but, you know. All right. This is the last one, Chris. I'll give it to you. Okay. It's, uh, that's just a little something. All right, a little something. A little something special. Something, something. Mortal Kombat Nudality, huh? All right, Luke. <laughs> um, hey, hey, Chris, uh, don't be so excited to read this guy's email. I, 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 I'm trying here. <laughs> um, I'm sure enough people chimed in on this already, but I totally remember hearing all about the nudalities in middle school. Also, it wasn't just that one creep I went to grade school. No, this, I had This a guy went too. to your middle school. <laughs> While it was totally a legend, it did spawn quite a few homages to it in other games. I wish you would you I fall w- asleep over there. No, I but- wish listeners at home could have seen Chris Cabin's face contort <laughs> at what whatever this young man wrote in this letter. Well, okay, he he, he posted a link. Right. Well, the- obviously, you're not going to read the hyperlink. Okay, so. Game in the link below is Tattoo Assassins from 94. Uh-huh. I recall whenever the MK2 machine, Mortal Kombat 2 machine, got soda spilt on it, it was the fallback game. It was how many sh- times is soda getting spilled on this arcade machine? Yeah, and how is it breaking <laughs> it? Like, I, well, mean, I guess if the buttons get sticky and then some fat kid's got to come over and clean it. I mean, but it's not like a computer where it's going directly into the board. Well, I don't know. It might have been Maybe. frying it. History's mystery. It was the shittiest knockoff, although it did have animalities before MK ever did. Oh, shit. Speaking of ripoffs. Well, if I'm the 200th per- person to say this, my bad. Otherwise, go download an emulator and play some Tattoo Assassins. You'll be happy. I'm to- going to pass, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> but, Luke, you'll also be happy to know you are, you are numero uno on that yeah. one. Yeah, totally. This is the first time anyone's heard of. I think right? was it Tattoo Assassins? Tattoo Assassins. Yeah. I, I can't say I remember. Wait, that did one. I miss it though? What was the connection to the nudalities? Because I, apparently this happens. One. In, oh, they had nudalities. That's what I think. Maybe the, I will download this emulator and play Tattoo Assassins. But then you got to find out how to do the nudality, and then you got to see the baby Raiden dick, and then like <laughs> nudalities. They're real, and they're in Tattoo Assassin, apparently. a game no one's heard of. All right. Well, you know, someone... If, well, if, someone uh, clearly Well, heard if you've it. heard of it and have screenshots, please write into the mailbag and we'll address it on the following month. There you go. Get your emails in for August, gang. That's it for July. Remember, we all hate movies at gmail.com. I like doing this. I actually like doing it quite a bit. I like hearing from people. I like yeah. doing this. <laughs> 
Yeah, that didn't sound as exciting I as I meant it to. This is a good thing. Yeah, I'm having lots of fun. <laughs> we all hate movies at gmail.com. Until August, I'm Andrew Jubin. Chris Cabin. Eric Siskin. Take it easy.